That's what you get when you rely on primitive electrical energy generation systems based on fermenting the carcasses of prehistoric animals for fuel. Mr. Copper? What? Oh, oh yes. Uh, who are you? Am I addressing the Mr. Copper, formerly official historian to the Max Capricorn space cruise ship Titanic? Yes, yes. Took you long enough. Shame, really. I've grown to enjoy Earth as a planet. Tell me, do you know if they serve tea in... Oh, my! Excuse me! Doctor. I must find the doctor. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Doctor Who, starring Mark Kalita as The Doctor. Episode 3, The Capricorn Conspiracy. Written, mixed, and directed by Paul Mannering. Doctor, I think we should stay here forever. This place is perfect. Oh, yes. Serotonia 7 is very nice. Of course, when the Serotonian mega crabs complete this part of their mating cycle, they settle down on their egg clutches and become somewhat... obstreperous. Well, they aren't bothering anyone now. No. Give them... Oh... About six weeks, and they'll attack anything that moves. Within their territory, that is. Beaches closed for a good ten months after this season. Oh, well. It's bliss while it lasts. Yes, it is. Doctor. Who? You promised me a beach holiday, and this has been a great beach holiday. Oh, good. But you're still working. Am I? Oh, yes. I suppose I am. Well, idle hands and all that. Oh, it just doesn't seem fair. I'm lounging about on a glorious beach, finally getting an even tan, under twin suns, and sipping a fantastic cocktail with some kind of... Oh, fruit in it? And you, you haven't even taken your sneakers off. My trainers are off. I'm relaxed. I'm feeling the sand between my toes. The suns are on my face. A couple of TARDIS spare parts to tinker with. I'm as happy as a Mugan in ammonia. It makes me feel like I'm cheating somehow. Spare parts... Well, not actually spare parts. These are from some systems that I haven't worked on in, oh, at least six, seven lifetimes. I just thought I could... I can't relax like this. 
Why not? I mean, it was my idea of a holiday. Next, we should go somewhere you want to go. I think I've been everywhere I've wanted to go recently. And more than a few places I didn't want to go. What about as a kid? Did you have holidays as a kid? <laughs> Come on. The second sun is setting. We should head back to the TARDIS and dress for dinner. The TARDIS equivalent of a ham radio. I haven't heard a blip from it in ages, and then out of nowhere it starts picking up a signal. A faint one, but definitely something. Maybe someone wants you to join a convoy. Breaker, breaker, 10-4, good buddy. Ah, that's got it. Now, what is so important? Important and yet so technologically amateur. This is Mr. Copper calling the doctor. This is Mr. Copper calling the doctor. Whoosh, shh. This is Mr. Copper calling the doctor. This is Mr. Copper calling the doctor. Doctor, I need help. The Max Capricorn Corporation has found me. I think they're trying to kill me. Please help. I'm in London. Got myself that lovely little house I wanted. With a small garden and a kitchen, it's quite lovely. Oh, and I've been doing so much more research on economics. I think I'm becoming quite the expert on human cultural festivals. Yes, yes, Robert. Please, Doctor, I need your help. This is Mr. Copper calling the Doctor. This is Mr. Copper calling the Doctor. Right. Sorry, Olivia. Holiday's over. Next stop, London, England. my strange fruit cocktail already. That wasn't fruit. Then what was... Right! This is where the signal was coming from. Hello there. I'm the doctor. This is Olivia. Is Mr. Copper in by any chance? Please come in, doctor. Come in quickly now. Very pleased to see you we are, doctor. And a friend. Mr. Copper will be pleased. We will tell him you are here, and experience his pleasure at your reunion. Um, she's a bit odd, isn't she? She talks without moving her lips. Not at all. Quite normal for a Hydalis. They're telepaths. Your brain is telling you that you're hearing her, when really she's just thinking at you. <laughs> 
Next, you'll be telling me that London is crawling with incognito aliens. Well, not so much since Queen Victoria's Day. Now, most of them are in Cardiff. Doctor. Oh, Doctor. You look quite different. Time Lords always changing their faces, eh? Had to do a bit of that myself. I'm so glad to see you. My word, there is so much to tell you. Did you know there is an active association of alien residents in London? Quite a diverse group we are. Of course, membership is very hush-hush. Can't advertise mostly by word of mouth, you see. Nudge-nudge, wink-wink. Is that a Skinian dialogue cube in your pocket, or are you simply suffering from a hernia? <laughs> but in spite of these challenges, we managed to find each other. Hydalis has been very helpful in assisting me with building a transmitter that we hoped would reach you. And it certainly did. Mr. Copper, this is Olivia. Olivia? Mr. Copper former historian and cyborg parts travelling salesman. Delighted to meet you, Olivia. Are you also a Time Lord? <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, no. I don't think the universe is big enough for two doctors. Oh, bother. I left it in the other room. I'll be right back. Mr. Copper enjoys drinking cups of tea. Would you like to have a cup of tea? We would like to share in your enjoyment of this ritual. Yes, a cup of tea would be lovely. Or a coffee, if you have it. Well, Liv, you're in a tea town now. I'm sure Hydalis may have some stale old instant coffee in the back somewhere. But trust me, you don't want to drink that. Tea will be fine. Always wanted to visit New Orleans we have, Olivia. What? How did... Telepaths. Possibly the most honest beings in the universe. It is. <laughs> Creepy? Kind of? We apologize. We shall withdraw. That wasn't very polite of you. What? I wasn't the one dipping into my memories. Oh, I know, but still, you need to be aware of other cultures. What is horribly invasive to you might be quite normal to them. I am so culturally sensitive. Here we are. Uh, so very good to see you again, Doctor. I have learned so much about Earth since I arrived here. Uh, I honestly thought that things were looking up. <sighs> Until a few weeks ago. I've gathered a few things since we last met, Doctor. Bits and bobs, they call them. Which is interesting, because Bob is also a shortened form with the name Robert, and... Yes, fascinating. What's this, Mr. Copper? Oh, that. Well, that's a cybernetic power core. In fact, it is the cybernetic power core. The one from Paul Banner Cavalata. Cybernetic power core. Is it really? I think this is what the Capricorn Corporation is after. Really? Whatever for? Well, I did some tinkering while we were waiting for your response to our signal, and I discovered an extra data chip embedded in the core. We managed to extract something from it. Something rather odd. Kind of like an Easter egg, eh? No, not at all, Doctor. There was no trace of chocolate or egg anywhere in the entire power core. I shudder to think what kind of irrevocable damage such contamination would have caused to the delicate circuitry. <laughs> uh, oh. Ah, here it is. You like this, Doctor. There we go. Breaking the treaty. A swing in the voting block of this sector when applied to a ratio of the projected cost analysis for the fourth quarter shows promising results. It's some kind of economic report? Yes, this bit's awfully dull. Let me see if I can get it along a bit. 
Wait! Go back. When coupled with the increased production of Spectrox on Androzani will secure our position within the proclamation. Continued support from our new partners will provide surplus investment funding for the final hextors of the current financial cycle. Of more immediate concern is the increased rebel activity in the sector. Though we have an assurance of assistance hmm. from our partners in eradicating this nuisance. What is he talking about? Spectrox. The most valuable drug in the universe. It increases humanoid lifespan. It seems that Mr. Banacafalada was carrying some important information. Does that mean something to you, Doctor? Well... No. Never mind. I don't understand. It may have taken them a while, Doctor, but the Capricorn Corporation have found me. Max didn't survive. His creditors are running things now. Any idea who currently owns CCULTD? I'm sorry? Uh, Capricorn Corporation Unlimited. Oh, well, I'm afraid not. But you see, here... I'm afraid the core is too damaged after that point to reveal any more. Interesting. So Timon has succeeded in refining Spectrox to an even greater effect and is going to use it to... To what? No. That's ridiculous. You're telling me. You know about Spectrox, don't you? Of course. Not something I could ever afford. But really, who wants to live forever? Imagine being fit enough to keep working for years and years and years after you would have otherwise retired. I wouldn't know quite what to do with myself. Although it would allow me to finish my studies of Earthonomics, and I could even start publishing my material on other worlds. I say, Doctor, did you know... Yes, I did. Oh. I'm the Doctor. Of course I know. Oh. Yes. I see. Hmm. I don't know. Spectrox. It's the most expensive drug in the universe. It increases the lifespan of any humanoid who takes it. Still, human scientists have never stopped trying to purify it further. Their goal? To live forever. Barring accidents. Yes, I got that. It seems every year there is an announcement about a new and improved version of Spectrox. More expensive, of course, but once you're on it... You can usually afford to stay on it. I wonder who Timmons' new business partners are. But why would anyone want to attack Mr. Copper? Ah, well for that you need to go back a while. It was right before I settled here in London. Yes, it was Christmas on Earth, and the TARDIS had just collided with the Titanic.
So I picked up the phone and dialed it. Mr. Smith, I need you. Mr. Smith, activate collision aversion protocol. Well, the Titanic might be big. That is what the word means. But Mr. Smith had already saved the Earth once by deflecting an asteroid with a much greater mass. So for him, it was child's play. Thank you, Mr. Smith. My love to Sarah Jane and Hanoff. Oh, it's good to have friends you can count on. Mr. Smith, is something wrong? I heard voices. The doctor sends his love. How thoughtful of him. I'm not entirely sure that is what happened, Doctor. Well, maybe it didn't go exactly like that, but it makes for a great story. So now, all this time later, the Max Capricorn Corporation has tracked you down and is trying to kill you? That's what I thought, until I found the data on the EMP core. Why not just give it back to them? Because they tried to kill me. Indeed. It seems that Mr. Banacafalada was carrying some important information regarding Spectrox production. But that's hardly worth killing for. Who would want to smuggle information about Spectrox production in a cyborg's power core? Uh, no one? Exactly. It's not the Spectrox production reports that are important. It's what Timon said. The woman talking about the future of Spectrox and power? Yes. Time's a funny old thing, eh? I met myself a while back, and now Timon, and Androzani. Doctor! Oh, right. Mr. Copper, bring that core. Let's see if the TARDIS can't glean the sense of it. Certainly, Doctor. Just let me tell Hydalis. I'm sure they would like to share in the experience of your machine. It's them! Copper! Stay where you are! Wait! Doctor, look out! Olivia, stay down! <sighs> Thank you. Then. Mr. Copper, come on! Dallas. Doctor, come on! They could have killed us! I'm so very sorry. I really don't know what they want. Oh, they don't want to talk. They made that quite clear. The Hydalis, thank you for this experience. You are most welcome. Can they get in? Here? No, not at all. Now I'll take us up to near orbit. Should be out of range of their weapons. Where is here exactly? Time and relative dimensions in space. This is the Doctor's TARDIS. We travel through time and space in this... broom closet. Now don't you start. Could be worse, I suppose. Lucy called her a shed. Lucy? Never heard that name before. We have heard stories, but nothing comes close to seeing it ourselves. The Hydalis thank you for the gift of this experience. Now, we should move somewhere a bit safer and take a closer look at that power cell. Doctor, step away from the controls. Sorry? Didn't quite catch... Oh. Death is an experience shared by all beings. 
Mr. Copper will now share his. What are you doing? Leave him alone! Hi, Hi, Dallas! I don't understand. The experience of Mr. Copper's death is ours to share. Feel his pain. Uh, oh, my head, oh God. Die, doctor. It hurts. Die so that I uh, may live forever. Uh, Not today. Catch. What's that? Ah! Doctor, help me. I can't. Hold on. Then falling to your death will be the last thing you experience. Since the Hydalis were the closest to the exterior doors, selectively disabling the safety system from the environmental controls exposed them to the vacuum of space. If you ever hear that particular alarm again, and I'm not standing at that exact part of the console, grab hold of something solid and don't let go. Will do. My head. I felt... I felt Mr. Copper die. God, it was horrible. I know. I know. Paracor, where is it? I threw it at the Hydalis. Catching it knocked it off balance long enough for my plan to work. It's somewhere out in the void now. It's gone. Mr. Copper, why? We may never know why they were after him. Or what the Spectrox had to do with it. Right now... You're taking us back to London? Yes. I feel it's my duty to get Mr. Copper's affairs into order. Not much of a holiday, I know. Don't. Don't even worry about it. I promise, our next port of call will be... No. Don't sweat it. Really. So, if that stuff in my drink wasn't fruit, what was it? Sometimes, Olivia, there are things you just don't want to know. Trust me on this. Doctor Who, Episode 3. The Capricorn Conspiracy. Written, mixed, and directed by Paul Mannering. Appearing in this episode were Mark Kalita as the Doctor, Laura Post as Olivia LePloy. Also appearing in this episode were Terry Cooper as Mr. Copper, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Hydalis, Michael Hudson as Hogol, Stefania Lindenman as Timon, Julie Hoverson as Sarah Jane Smith, Stephen J. Cohen as Mr. Smith, Gareth Bowley as Laser. Music by Greta. Broken Sea Audio Productions has released this podcast under a Creative Commons license. For details, please visit www.brokensea.com slash Doctor Who. Original work, including the script, music and effects featured in this production of the properties of their creators. Doctor Who and most related concepts and characters are the property of the British Broadcasting Corporation. Other related characters and concepts are the property of Terry Nation. No copyright infringement is intended. <laughs>